I almost texted you at 8 a.m. and was like, we're year round. Are you awake? Let's do this. <laughs> if I was up, I would have done it. But, oh, no. Yeah. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, did you so, finish Drag Race? I sure did. Okay. Thoughts? Tea? <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm like, I'm not, I don't get to choose. Um, also, it was really, uh, it, it was like um, the trip. Okay. I'm going to compare it to the triple eviction on Big Brother Canada, where okay. Big Brother, Big Brother regular, when there's a triple eviction, they, they play it out where it's like, Someone wins HOH, there's a veto, there's nominations, and then, an, oh, sorry, nominations, veto, eviction. Mm. And then uh, they play it all over again because it's a, a double. And then, oops, surprise, it's a triple. So they surprise them and it's a triple. But they, whoever won the head of household, there was three. They, they nominated three people and everybody in the house voted for one person to stay and whoever got the most votes the other two were ejected instead of playing HOH and veto and then redoing a vote again like for a third time so <laughs> I was not prepared to have them do performances and have two people picked to lip sync for the crown yeah, they they had a, bit, a more than fifty percent chop there. Yeah, I wanted a bloodbath, and oh, I got you, none. Oh, you wanted like one person picked from that? Is that what you're thinking? I wanted like a full wheel spin with a head head to head and like a leaderboard and oh yeah, <laughs> whoever yeah, okay, wins gotcha. this one moves on. And I'm like, uh, uh, what are it we basing these choices off of, Rue? I mean, to be honest, does anybody like Diabetes I mean, I don't know. I didn't like their songs that much. Yeah, actually. No. I don't and know. And, like, Bosco's performance was... The only thing that was super awesome about that performance was that, uh, one, they're so freaking hot, but, two, the wings were fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Yeah. I can't, oh, I can't, I honestly can't believe how hot she is. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Trans, girl are, trans girls are sexy. Mm. They, they sexy. Yeah. Mm. Just like, yeah, I don't know. Ugh. You're going to say, were you going to segue into Moon now? You're like, just like Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah. Who would... <laughs> <laughs> the segue that took my took every word out of my mouth but anyway oh, oh. welcome to the full volume podcast yeah i am gi joe lee and i'm harvey brent and oh we're we have a different microphone today uh no it's just like closer to my mouth i think oh sorry see where your yoga mat is yeah it looks like a microphone oh <laughs> It's yeah. It is 
kind of lined up actually with where the actual microphone is. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's there are optical illusions happening in mm. uh, in the recording for anyone who is only listening to the uh, the audio only podcast, which apparently has jumped from like twenty people to forty people. Oh my exciting, god! Exciting, exciting. Okay, Vi- I think roll. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're it we're a sensation that's just the analytics from apple podcasts you factor in the joe rogan platform and we're we're off to the right <laughs> your face <laughs> joke jokesies mm. oh they're actually like a little bit more yeah i mean don't uh I, i'm not like a huge fan of neil young but in totally i i don't subscribe. That's what I will say. Mm. I'm not a premium member. <laughs> oh, of Spotify, you mean? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the platform I... who shall not be named. Right. Sorry. The the Joe Rogan co-opted platform. Sorry. I'm just gonna close yeah. my door here. One second for the better right. for the better acoustics. You know. Oh, all right. What I really want to do. Is get this set up in my closet because I hear closet recording is like peak, you know. Mm-hmm. You it's all of the yeah. It's closet. I don't know. <laughs> I want to know what it's like though to have good audio. You actually have pretty good audio. I really. I always feel like my voice sounds like robotic. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's maybe that's who I am. But when I listen maybe to the you're... podcast, like what? Why does it sound so digitized? It's because you are a robot. <laughs> okay. Okay. So did you it's no watch? Secret. Yeah. Did you watch episode five of Moon Knight? <laughs> no, I didn't. I just woke up and was like, "I'm gonna wing it." Um, Let's talk no, shit. <laughs> I watched it three times and I watched fifty recaps. Fifty recaps. Uh, just to like get it straight in my head because this is the one where this episode um is full uh Stephen Grant Mark Spector background. Mhm. It's the episode that we needed or maybe not even needed at all. But it, it's we, the episode we, we needed, but did we deserve it? I'm not sure. I still don't know. I'm not sure. It it had it had juicy bits and I'm learning that the there's they're teasing a third altar but not showing it to us and a third altar that is a cab driver that everybody who reads the comics is aware of but, but not us, not but not us <laughs> yeah i think it's a little late they're, they're a little long in the tooth to uh to introduce this third identity but you're right i agree there's something still going on there but they're i think within the context of moon knight the series which as we heard is a mini series thank god that means we're not going to meet this third identity. Probably, let's be honest, probably in the post-credit scene. And they're going to be, they were, they're going to be like during Thanos, they were snapped away or something. Who knows? Yeah. And uh, I really have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to get some other series. Well... Yeah, like I that, like Moon Knight will definitely come back in some form. I just don't think there'll be a Moon Knight series. Okay, because apparently, like um, the Punisher is involved in his life, so maybe he'll crop up in the Punisher now that we uh, 
now that John Bernthal is officially part of the world. Um, oh, is it Joe? It is Joe, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I just like, I'm, uh, you, I, th- I think you're right. Whatever. Uh, we, he'll come back and he'll come back in other properties now that mm-hmm. he's been introduced. And they've been telling us that he uh, won't return for a second. Uh, like we won't see a Moon Knight series too. Who knows? I, I, I'm not. Don't threaten like, me with a good time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, yeah. Speaking of good times, don't threaten me with a reason to like complain because I complain so much, a lot about things that I love and hate. So mm. that's doesn't matter. That is. I don't discriminate. That is fandom. How can fandom be toxic if it's based out of love? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just here to push your buttons. We're here Game to get a reaction. Yeah. Okay. So in this episode, it, it left off. Uh, they were in the the institution, and they had just both run into Tuaret, uh, our hippo goddess, and she spills the tea, lets them know that they are actually dead, and she is there to transport them into the afterlife and this is like the most desired afterlife the river of honey the field of wheat field of wheat field of reeds field of reeds but it kind of apparently i was gonna say kind of reminds me of that billy joel song river of dream because you're like river of this and field of that it's we'll call this the billy joel river of dreams but yeah the field of in which they actually mentioned the field of reeds i think in episode one it was yeah Uh, a small girl or steven is in the gift shop educating yes and um it's a little bit it's it's prophetic we didn't catch on early on but now we're like putting it together and the the nerds are screaming and uh, (laughs) these nerds are rolling their eyes though because yeah cool cool so there's like little easter eggs from the beginning that lift they're do don't do heavy lifting but are like necessary for the plot later oh yay that's exactly the kind of like stuff that i find i don't hate it but today it's like it annoys me (laughs) (laughs) today it's annoying (laughs) okay so she is like okay cool but by the time we get there your hearts have to balance uh against the weight of this feather or ahmed will eat your souls Mm. and wouldn't you know she puts both of their hearts on the scale and they don't balance so the episode is spent with mark and steven trying to balance those scales so that they may enter i keep thinking the elysian fields that is greek mythology um it it kind of feels like a video game plot like this feels like a very video game subquest (laughs) yeah Oh no, we can't enter the next area. Go and balance your heart by reliving your memories of your childhood trauma. You know? Mm-hmm. It's very like Final Fantasy 4. Very FF4. Yes. FF1V yeah. for sure. Or like. Or Final it, Fantasy it, Crystal Chronicles where you have to go and fight for your memories. Like it's. It's giving actually, me. Actually, that's more that. accurate of a comparison. It's giving, <laughs> it's giving me that. Crystal it's Chronicles. Like, 
it's like we don't have here's the thing that they had though in crystal chronicles they have the ability to call upon powers that we are not using in this show even though we know we are moon knight yeah that is a problem so like i think we we saw moon knight a little bit in this episode for i think a screen total of maybe 25 seconds but i don't think moon knight was in episode four at all just in the form of an action figure um but the show is called moon knight isn't it it's it's not called Tomb Busters. Yeah. <laughs> Tomb Busters, yeah. That's a that's a better reference. Yeah. So um we find out what the origin of we find out what the origin of Moon Knight and Stephen Grant are. So Stephen Grant, um do I, this is what I don't hate about this episode, is that we get all kinds of origin. But like Jeff said in a text message to me, <laughs> uh he was like, Why are we why are we getting an origin story five episodes in in a six episode miniseries? Seems like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. didn't do it before, why do it now? <laughs> Who was it? Wasn't it Michael that gave the suggestion that they should have run this asylum plot alongside what's actually happening? Yeah, the, that would have been cool, and we would have gotten yeah. an origin story earlier. Oh yes. Okay. So uh, long story long. Stephen Grant is the creation of Mark Spector. We assume Mark Spector. Um, who, uh, he created Stephen from a character in a movie that him and his younger brother used to watch called Tomb Busters um, as, a, as a way to protect himself. Because after an unfortunate, untimely incident in their youth, his younger brother dies. And his mother blames him for his younger brother's death, uh, becomes depressed, becomes an alcoholic, begins to beat him. Mm-hmm. And he, he develops DID. He may have always had it, but he it's becomes stronger and he creates Stephen uh, to protect him. He, it, Stephen is who takes over and who, when Mark runs away or when Mark escapes from his mother mm-hmm. Stephen is there because he's fearless as the poster in his room displays he in the face of you know whatever in the face of danger he is fearless yeah um it is it's really sad mm-hmm. never fun to watch that stuff but it yeah. gives a great reason for Stephen existing it does it's a really tragic <sighs> very uh, almost like a greek tragedy in a way yeah and um, they f- they find out Stephen and Mark that uh, they need to be honest and they need to be they need to be honest with the- each other's origins uh, to get those hearts to, to, to balance. To, yeah, to get those hearts to balance with that feather. And Mark finds out the that he is in fact not well. Who knows that he's supposed to not be the real the real steven but who is the real steven at this point will the real steven grant please stand up please stand up <clears throat> sorry that's the only thing of the note i had to contribute no i am um, like you said it's it's kind of weird that we're getting this so late in series but i think it is helpful and giving us you know more backstory and to to mark i guess because steven we realize is kind of an onset he's not steven ain't real mark's real so 
that's kind of the revelation. We can we always kind of figured that would be the case, but that is confirmed in this mm -hmm. episode. And I think what's notable about this whole sequence of events is Oscar Isaac going back and forth between Stephen and Mark. Like his acting is prime in this sequence. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. It's really good. Um, it makes me sad that it's a limited miniseries. I'm still not sad about that part, but I I have to say I I very I commend Oscar, which I yes I need to see him in more though. Yeah, yeah, he needs to be in everything. Yeah, uh, so we also get after well inter intermixed intermixed uh, with all of the all of Mark Spector's backstory. We also get his adult backstory where he mm -hmm. is a mercenary. And it shows the events of uh, him, how he was involved in the killing of Layla's father. Yeah. Um, and he actually uh, falls on the foot of Conchu's tomb. Not and tomb, but like. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, not tomb. What do you call that? Like the, the altar. Yeah. Almost like an altar uh, to Conchu. Yeah. I, yeah. They use the word. And I, I I can't remember it, and it's it's very like Egypt Egypt one hundred and one, okay. and I feel terrible for not remembering. But um, so he's there, and he's like he knows what he's done. He's about he actually like is gonna take his own life. He's gonna off himself, yeah. And then Conchu talks to him, and says, "Hey, girl, hey, <laughs> don't do it. Turn that frown got, upside down. Yeah, I got something better for you." And that's when they make the decision to become. To become one. Yep. To become <laughs> and I'm not going to sing that Spice Girl song because it is the morning and my voice is like an octave lower in the morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm the Mel B in the morning. <laughs> I'm the Jerry, always. <laughs> it's raining. It's raining. Raining men. The, temper <laughs> the temperature's rising. <laughs> Union Jack uh, sequin dress. I've seen oh. it, girls and boys and aliens brent wears it to the club and it is spectacular <laughs> i've worn yeah oh my god the union jack uh, what i would give to wear that once mm -hmm. be incredible but so anyways uh Conchu convinces mark specter to be his avatar and he's like you're gonna be in service to me you're gonna do some things you're not gonna like and so that's how we got this inevitable partnership between Conchu and specter and then I believe at that point we go back to the the sand ship, which, by the way, I love a good sand boat. I love a good sand boat sequence. And that's one of the I think one of the positives of this episode, too, is the set design. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it's mostly CG. Obviously, I don't think they actually went out to a desert to film, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it just looks neat. It's cool. Oh, we like we like a good set design. And that's not really something we, we would get in the Marvel Universe so far. So, no, it's nice. and like um, it. it's really disturbing uh, because the ghosts of all the people Mark Spector have killed <laughs> are in the sand and they're yes. now crawling up onto the boat <laughs> to try uh, to attack him. Yes. Yeah. So that's oh, a actually, catalyst for that because uh, they convinced Towerette to let them return to the living world. And so she's, oh. 
like turns course for the boat so that they can go to the gates of Osiris. Got it. Okay. She's, she's yeah. such a sweetie, this Taboret. <sighs> Brilliant. They they really um Disney really knows how to like play with our emotions. <laughs> they gave her giant eyes, the best hair, and fun ears. They've got a great animation department there. They sure do. They're like, you know what? Fuck Shrek. <laughs> this is your cutie goddess hippo now. Yeah. <laughs> and like hippos are mean. They're, They're mean. beastly. They fun their poop. Do yeah. they really? Yeah. I thought that. Oh. Oh, like they like poop and like their tail spins it or whatever and it like. Yeah. I think so. I'm a gape. Yeah. My mouth is was wide open. The world <laughs> is a schoolhouse. The what world the is a schoolhouse. Heck? Yeah. Hippos do a lot of I guess nasty pranks, I guess we can call it. <laughs> yeah. Is the polite interpretation? I guess nasty pranks, yeah. Wow. Prank stars. Prank stars. <laughs> oh, also Intercut with all of this too is a is a B plot <laughs> with Dr. Harrow convincing Mark that he has to fully open up to Stephen. And so that's when we we get Stephen taking over Mark in the asylum, which apparently is based in Chicago. And that's I mean, it's just giving us more of that, like them being trapped in this, you know, this asylum trap. So it's uh, we do get a little bit more of Dr. Harrow this episode. I think it's a bit of a rehash at the end of episode four, if I'm being totally honest. I think the only notable way that it pushes forward those scenes is because finally Mar or Stephen gets to talk to Dr. Harrow in these asylum sections so that, you know, Dr. Harrow can, quote, treat Mark. Yeah. But yeah, that's something that I think we, we didn't mention uh, previously, but yeah. Yeah, and it looks like... Uh... It looks... It looks as though we're half correct. It's there's not really like um, a driving uh, pl plot other than this is like a six issue, six episode origin story of mm -hmm. the night. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset, but I wish it would have been set up that way. Like I was really just looking forward to um, uh, them discarding the whole like we're gonna tell you who moon knight is we're just gonna put moonlight in your moon knight <laughs> in your lap mm -hmm. and give you a uh, a super plot driven mystery that isn't an origin story and i yeah. was really anticipating like just learning who moon knight is on my own or maybe who moon knight is in the future but I don't know what the hang-up is. It's always like, no, we have to tell people how these this person came to exist. Who yeah. cares? There's there's literature. We Well, at least, the, I mean, I, now I kind of understand the comments about how this was supposed to be a character study. And after this episode, I'm like, okay, now I kind of see that, I guess. Like, we you know, we got yeah. the backstory and kind of see that. But the episode does end with... Uh, so Mark and Stephen fighting the the sand, the sand monsties on board of the of the boat, and Stephen sacrifices himself into the this uh, the sea the sand sea sea sand the sand sea, 
to to allow um, Mark to get away, and then Stephen is consumed by the sea, uh, the sand sea. It's hard sand to say. <laughs> and then that's when the scales are balanced, and Mark finds himself in the field of reeds, which I guess is the afterlife. Mm, it's the apparently like if they're eight levels of hell or eight levels of the underworld it's like the prime level which level of hell is watching moon Knight? no <laughs> that's mean uh stop it <laughs> oh my god um, no this see. episode was i think one of the better ones for sure yeah I- i'm i'm okay with it i like I, I agree with you like i don't like the placement of it and in, in terms of cutting this entire series, I think it would have been cool to have this run concurrently. But I I enjoyed this one, actually. Yeah, I I enjoyed it much more than the last few episodes. Yeah. It just seemed the, the most polished and the most, uh, the most towerette. <laughs> yeah, it had the most towerette, so obviously it's great. Yeah, but I, and I just, we get more of her. We get more of her. And, like, yeah, like, I mean, we still don't know what the hell episode six is going to entail. Because, like, how do you wrap this up? And it's like, what are we even wrapping up? Like, what? Are you going to are you going to release Moon Knight from his Ushabti in the beginning of next episode? And then he's just going to kick people's asses and that's it? Like, where where are we going with this? Are they going to prevent Amit from being released? You know, like, okay, cool. We didn't really invest too much in Amit anyways. So... And are you giving us, um, are you telling us that by releasing Amit, Disney Plus, Disney, Marvel, what are you telling us? Like, are are you telling us that eventually we're going to get a Yu-Gi-Oh crossover? Oh, yes. <laughs> Give me like, that. Yeah, it's like, okay, if you, then that's the, the thing I forgot is that we're still dealing with like in real life, Darrow or Harrow, 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 Harrow. <laughs> Ethan Hawke is trying to resurrect Amit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is apparently trouble. So is that the huge, is, they say Moon Knight's not going to be connected, but they're already starting to connect Black Panther. They've, they've connected Black Panther just by mention. Um, Their field of, like where where Black Panther went oh, is one of the levels yeah. of the underworld. She oh, just mentions he, it briefly. Where he spoke to the like previous kings of Wakanda, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that is apparently a level of the underworld that is mm-hmm. like canon now in this universe. So they've they've brought in parts of the other films and plopped them into here. So what's to say this whole thing with Darrow and Amit doesn't like you Moon call Knight them Darrow again. <laughs> Harrow. Harrow. I'm I'm thinking. Sorry, I've been reading a lot of comics, and I just see the name. All just the remember Harrow, like Harrow, Ontario, like back home. Oh, now I'm never gonna forget. You're never gonna forget it. Harrow, Ontario. Yeah. Okay, so Harrow, like, what's to say that they're not telling us, like? Agatha is getting a spinoff. What if Harrow and this whole Amit oh, business is a spinoff? I hope I'm exhausted. Not. Don't give I me already, that. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like in my mind, I've already done five episodes of full volume and we like just forget about the last few episodes and do tier lists. <laughs> so it's okay, already happened. One notable thing, though, about Harrow, too, that we forgot to mention is that as they're driving uh, towards the, the gates of Osiris, we see like souls start dropping into the sand. I assume that's Harrow and Amit like prejudging people, right? Yeah. And that's why they're like, oh shit, we have to like turn this boat around and blah, blah, blah. So I think that's <laughs> like, they're, that's them trying to like give us that escalated threat of, you know, yeah. in a story to make it urgent. But I, I don't know. It's like it's kind of working, but not kind really. of, but I'm also having to use my imagination a little too much. And it's like, I need, I need visuals. I need a flow chart. I don't know. Venn diagrams, perhaps. Venn diagrams. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I am very curious to see where episode six ends. I, I, I I can't really imagine this is going to end softly. I think this is going to be a rough landing, but we'll see. But I, I mean, this, if I had to give this episode a rating, I would give it like three and a half sand ships out of five. Ooh. That's a lot of sand ships. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good, I think it's a good, uh, I think it's a good amount. And I agree. Three, Three. and a half sand ships. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. Okay, so there is this week's episode <laughs> of Moon Knight. Are Do what you, you want with it. Right? Are you excited at all for the sixth episode? Or are you just excited for it to end? Are you excited, perhaps, for any kind of resolution? I mean, I think at that point, at this point, if I can cut into my questioning, dear viewers, listeners, um, I'm just excited to see if there's any kind of resolution for anybody in the sixth episode. It's <laughs> going to be I'm... something. Yeah, It's going to be something. I wonder how long the episode's going to be. I wonder if they gave a little bit of extra length or something. I don't know. Yeah, it drops at like 6 a.m. Or when I wait... wait. I see it and it's like two and a half hours. I'm like, oh, okay. There we go. We got a movie. Yeah. But no, I <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious to see how this is going to end for better or Ugh. for worse. Yeah. We're at this point, why quit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. If you're excited, if you're exhausted, if you're happy that Willow Pill won season spoiler season 14 <laughs> of RuPaul's Drag Race send us an email at fullvolumepod at gmail.com or you can find us on social media uh, we're present everywhere on the comic book syndicate network at comic book syndicate um, actually we're only at comic book syndicate now because we got rid of our twitter there's no more oh. at comic syndicate Is it because of a certain CEO takeover recently? Potentially. (laughs) We're just going to deactivate and circle the wagons. Mm -hmm. So anyway, at Comic Book Syndicate, hashtag full volume pod, or FVP, you can find us also. uh, More episodes of this podcast and all of the other podcasts we do on www.comicbooksyndicate.com. Yeah. Or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Just search Full Volume Pod or the Comic Book Syndicate Network. Sometimes you have to search FVP as well, I feel like. On on the Joe Rogan platform, you have to search FVP. 
Mm-hmm. I gotta stop saying that word. They're, they're gonna, <laughs> it's gonna. They're gonna the, shadow ban us. They're not gonna shadow ban, but I feel like they're gonna like the algorithm's gonna associate us with his podcast. <laughs> we yeah. don't want that. Yeah, all these right wingers are like, wait, who are these gay kids <laughs> <laughs> talking about Moon Knight? <laughs> oh man, I would hate that. I would love it. Also, I, I don't want to get doxed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't dox us. Don't come to Harrow, Ontario. (laughs) Don't do it. Mm. We're not there. (laughs) Sounds like we're lying. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. Um, So we'll see you next week. Until then. (laughs) That's been Harvey Brent. Yeah. And that's been G.I. Jolie right there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, We're going to keep it loud and we're gonna definitely keep it at full volume (laughs) (laughs) goodbye bye